Roll. Three, two, and one. Ladies and gentlemen. What you're going to hear about today is nothing short of You've been given the scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the material to pursue the exploration of the universe. Broadcasting around the world. Three, two, one. This is a Mind Faction Podcast. What's up, everybody? Once What's again, going on? What's happening? We We're are back. here. Episode four. Number four. September 29th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Quattro. We are here to bring y'all some pretty good facts tonight on the podcast. Um, I, we really hope you guys enjoyed the video podcast that we produced. We're doing it again tonight. Oh, and yeah. uh, We're excited to keep bringing those to you guys. Cause definitely. We, we personally like those because just from our experience of watching podcasts, you know, we're fans of them too, like the Joe oh, yeah. Rogan experience. Big time. Big time fans. So, you know, I mean, we enjoy watching with a little bit of video, you know. So. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of times when I'm like mowing or doing some yard work, I'll listen to it just like on Spotify. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just the, the audio version. Audio. But, you know, when I'm just chilling or something and I can show somebody at the tattoo shop, the video version, it's more interesting to them. Yeah. They get our reactions more. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, whenever you, like, actually watch somebody talking, it's more of, like, a, a personal experience. Does that make sense? Yeah, you feel the emotion more, I feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can see their reaction and stuff. Mm-hmm. But tonight, you know, um, we just want to touch on that and we really want to appreciate everybody for joining in and uh, really supporting us. It's really blown our minds and, and, and really impressed us. Okay. So I think guess we're going to lead off with uh, the Gabby Petito Gabby case Petito again. case. Yeah. Um, as you guys may have seen on the news, old dog the bounty hunter's down there. <laughs> <laughs> Made a big deal about that, huh? <laughs> yeah. I seen a meme where it was like, uh, oh, he's oh he's running or something. Somebody said, hold my beard. And it shows yeah. that was I seen funny. the headlines, uh, you know, quotations, dog on the hunt. Yeah. Like, come right. On, come on, man. That is cool he's down there because this guy does need apprehended. I he mean, does. He's and obviously I, I truthfully guilty, hope that, you know, I can see this as being like a, you know, like a media grab or something like that for uh, for Dog. Yeah, I could. I don't know if he's still got a TV show that's on the air right now, but. I don't know. I hope it's not just like an attention grab trying to get his name back out there. I hope he's truly trying to do the right thing. Yeah, that's me uh, too. I, ho- I hope not. And I hope he's doing it just out of the kindness of his heart, really. Yeah. I heard Upchurch put some money up on that. Did you hear about oh, that? Oh, really? I heard he put like 50000 up. 50 grand, yeah. 50 grand up. Props Shots out to Up Church, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doing big things also. Maybe we can get him on a podcast in the future one day. I think you this. say uh, just before we got on here, you know, that you had some information on. I do. So what's going on? Okay, so a neighbor is what, what I was reading up on, had seen Brian and his family load up into a camper. They, they left for a couple of days, and when the camper returned, him and his mother, or his father and mother is the only ones that returned. So Dog was saying that they traced them down to a an RV park in Florida. Okay. Um, it's not nowhere close to the swamp they're talking about. Yeah. But this RV park has a lot of small islands in a lake, I'm guessing. This way he explained it. Multiple small islands. So they're thinking that he may have a canoe. It could be jumping island to island, camping, eluding him that way. I don't my know. My thing on that is, and I, I understand you kind of have to be in the mindset of Brian Laundrie. Right, right. Man, if you're really doing that, right, you know, what are you just, you're just delaying the, the you're inevitable. Delaying it. Like, you know, it's coming, bro. Like, it's coming, man. You've done sealed your fate. You're done guilty in the public's eye yeah. running like that. Like, the best thing you could have done if yeah. you was not guilty was come forward and say, hey, I don't know what happened to her. I dropped her off out of the van. He could have made a story up and said, hey, we got into an argument. I let her out of the van. I drove a couple miles on the road, come back. I didn't know where she went. I thought somebody picked her up. You, yeah. you could have made up any kind of story. Right. 
I mean, but this guy is obviously straight guilty, bro. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. No, no doubt. But, you know, he's not even really wanted for the murder. That's what I was about to say. Law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, he's not guilty of anything. They no, not right now. Yeah. The, the FBI only put out their, uh, what, what what do you call that? Like whenever um, you're like a warrant. Yeah, it's like a, a warrant. But he's 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 a person of question. Yeah. But he, right now, they're just questioning him for what is it like uh, money uh Fraud, bank fraud. Yeah, bank I think fraud. it was bank fraud. Is that what it's called? Money laundering. So it's well, bank fraud. Like he's used a card or yeah, something. What it is? Or yeah. that's all he's really wanted for at the moment. <clears throat> so I just read that apparently I don't know they found that uh, he was at an AT and T store with his mom. So he left his phone and his wallet at home. But as of right now, the new spotting was he was at an AT and T store before they went on the camping trip. Really? So hmm. so he's got a different phone right now. It's probably. Pretty possible. But you know, man, with all these people coming forward saying that they've seen his parents and him. Right. That's a ballsy move, man. They were already on the hunt of this I'm guy. Telling correct? You, I don't know for sure. This may have been when he first arrived back in Florida. I'm not for sure. Well, I'm sure it was, but I mean. But yeah, I don't know. When did they really start looking for this guy as a, as a character of interest? You see, I can't I remember the date on that. I don't know the exact timeline on this. I don't you know, to be able to speak on that. So, But everybody out there listening, I'm pretty sure you guys are on the same page as we are. This guy is definitely looking 100% guilty because there's who else do they have in question? September 14th. Is that when it happened? That, like when they started looking for him? They went to his house and his parents said he wasn't there. Gotcha. Yep. But uh, according to what Dwayne, the dog Chapman, has said, Chapman. He's supposed to have him in custody yeah. within you know a day or two. Within I think hours. I think he said within hours. Tonight. Right? Yeah, tonight, right? But I'm going to give him a day or two just because <laughs> yeah. he's being a little overzealous on that <laughs> comment. I mean, I know he's good at what he does, but yeah. I hope y'all heard that. Somebody needs to go to a, a exhaust shop. Anyway, pretty sure it's a moped. Joe's <laughs> muffler shop. I guess we're in the Philippines now. Mopeds just flying around here with uh, open open headers on them. And what they're not doing is honking their horns, man. I'm glad they're not doing that. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah, on this case, you know, it's kind of drawn out. I don't know. I, I hope they do catch him tonight. I'm pretty interested to see what you know transpires out of all this. But like we said before on Mind Faction, hey. We hope Gabby's family can find some closure. We're very sorry what you guys are going through. And hopefully this guy is brought to justice because he deserves it. Yep. Uh, so whenever we get an update, guys, we'll let everybody else know. So hopefully next week when we you hopefully, know, hopefully got to get record update. another podcast for you guys. You know That he has been apprehended. He'll be captured. So. Dog beat the shit out of you. Hopefully. <laughs> with his paint, him and his boys going to roll in with those paintball guns. Uh, CO2. Oh, yeah. He can get that fully auto tip, man. That's what it sounds like, man. They're going to bunker him like in speedball. <laughs> Coming with speedball guns. For sure. But, you know, yeah, man, I, I hope um, I hope everything goes good and they Absolutely. do apprehend him. Yeah, all jokes aside, you know, our condolences once again. And, <clears throat> and I'm telling you, man, I know I know a lot of people get tired of hearing this, but it's pretty interesting to me and, you know, us that, you know, our our leadership of this country right now is I don't know what's going on. Yeah, we're on some shaky foundation. We are looking terrible right now. Shaky. Yeah. Yep, that's for sure. And it's embarrassing. Very embarrassing. You know, us as Americans, we uphold ourselves to a certain standard. And right now that standard's being... Well, we proud Americans. We, yeah, the proud Americans. You know, this sounds bad, but you know, and I'm like I said, I'm not really pro... Republican or pro Democrat. I'm for whoever is for the country and does the best job. Exactly. But, and this just may be me, when Trump was in there, I felt more American than ever almost, as yeah. far as proud to be American. And I think that stems from, you know, he was putting America first. He was. We were kind of reverting back to an isolationist 
we was style country. However, I feel like that was for our own benefit at that time. It was it was a perfect move because um, our infrastructure really needed restructuring. We needed I that. Mean, Lord, I mean, you think about this. We live in one of the. I guess it, is McCreary County the poorest county in Kentucky right now. I believe so. I know it's up there. Yeah, it's it's one of the poorest counties in the country, as a matter of fact. Maybe yeah. Top 25. So, guys, where we're from, in uh, McCreary County, Kentucky, I mean, the people here is awesome. We got some awesome people. It's a small area for people that don't know about where we're from. But, you know, we got the U.S. government building um, hospitals, jails, schools in Afghanistan, a country that cares nothing about Americans, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And here in McCreary County, we don't have a jail. We don't have a hospital. I'm glad we have the schools we have, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's so much more stuff that America could do for America before we step outside the country to give a helping hand. And I'm, I'm, I know that sounds kind of selfish. And I don't think any American but could disagree with you on that. I would hope not. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. I think we can all agree that we need to take care of ourselves. We really need we to. We need to do a better yeah. job of just taking care of, of us here at home. Then we can help other people. That's exactly. what I'm saying. I'm not saying turn your cheek and don't help other people. Right. But when we have little kids here going to sleep hungry, you know what I'm saying? They go, they're happy to go to school, not just to learn, but be able to eat food, bro. You know what I'm saying? That bothers me. Yeah. Knowing a little kid's laying there hungry. Yeah. And and, and I think we can agree that, you know, we're not saying like, don't help your allies. We're not saying that you know, at all. You know, but, I mean, and, and or don't send out maybe some uh, financial aid to exactly. some other countries that may need it, but- but the you amount know, of money that we're we're consistently sending out, all of these things oh, that man. we're doing, I mean, we're spreading ourselves very thin. We're struggling to we're already know, struggling to budget really. ourselves right now. So I mean, we need to take care of, of ourselves back here at home and then do. rebuild our foundation from the ground up. That's right. As far as infrastructure and all of that goes, and then we can branch out and help the world. That's the only way it should be. You know, a lot of these other countries, and I might be mean about this, but like say Afghanistan, for instance, America falls. Would they help us? No. Would they give a lending hand to really help us? I personally believe, like we said last week, most countries want to see us fail. I really believe that too, bro. I really do. And and it's sad to say that because I hate it has to be that way. You know, in front of the cameras, you have a lot of countries that are, you know, know, pro-America, pro-United States. Oh, yeah. But behind the curtain... We know what's going on. I mean, yep, we spent snakes. 20 years rebuilding the country at war with Iraq, Afghanistan. Oh, right? yeah. Okay, but while we're rebuilding somebody else's infrastructure. And their whole country. fell apart. Exactly. Within those 20 years, we we disintegrated into something that yeah. now people look down on this country instead of looking A lot of people do. Exactly. But like Corey said um, on our last episode, we are the standard we're supposed to be. Right. And, and maybe that's our upper... You know, leadership saying that we're the standards, so we should help. I understand that, but you know, a lot of these upper the upper leadership in our country has never struggled in their life, bro. Mm-hmm. They've never went through hard times. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I know I'm getting on a on a subject. You know, we kind of ramble on about certain things, but it's leading into what I have to say. Okay, Biden. Y'all wondering about these gas prices? People say the gas prices don't revolve around Biden, but it does because. On his first day, he killed a Keystone Pipeline plum out. You're right. And, and he's saying this to go green and, and this and that. Yeah. I don't believe that. It's It was just to redo, undo what Trump had in plan. Mm-hmm. That's all it was about. Yeah, to reverse everything that he implemented. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to throw a little pity party or I'm gonna, I'm bigger and I can read. You know, anything he done, I'm undoing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like some childish shit is it's what petty. it was. Yeah, and he did that for the, the Obama administration. 
Oh, yeah. My opinion oh, yeah. is that he's doing that for the Obama administration. Listen to this fact. The pipeline would have brought 830,000 barrels of Canadian oil south and plus delivered thousands upon thousands of great paying jobs for Americans and Canadians alike. So it would have been a benefit all the way around. All the way around. Because right now what we're doing is we're paying foreign countries for oil import. Okay, he's wanting to go green, right? What about these tankers that's coming across the sea, putting out all kinds of pollution to bring the oil to us? Yeah. And, I mean, have you ever seen the, the numbers on wow. uh, what it takes to, to mine the metals that it takes to make these uh, lithium batteries, lithium batteries that, to power these electric cars? I mean, you are um, producing more carbon into the atmosphere, you know, polluting the atmosphere Way worse more. than the if you were fuels. to just, yes. you know, get the fossil fuels, create the, you know, and the you know we need. Exactly. And, and speaking on going green, I'm all for going. If we could really go green, that would be amazing. But there's an issue with that. Okay. One country goes green, maybe two. Do you think all the countries are going to go green? No. Can you tell me China's going to go fully green? No. Okay, so what's one country out of the whole world, if we're not on the same page, going to help anything with the global warming issues? Except we all signed that Paris Agreement to... Yeah, and who knows what was all in that? We know, don't know. Did you see that? that that's <clears throat> actually one of the craziest facts. They said that... Uh, what was that called? The Paris Accord? Paris Accord, yeah. Um, that that was the largest event ever where that many countries came together to sign one thing. That is dope, though. Yeah. You know, because I felt like when they signed that, we were starting to all get on the same page. Right. Didn't that, they all meet at the United Nations, like the embassy there, whatever that is? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to drive Biden to the ground. If he, okay, if he was doing a good job, I would congratulate him. I'm not hating on him because he's a Democrat or he's a leftist. Whatever's going on, I don't do that. But right's right and wrong's wrong. He's he's not doing good for this country. Yeah. We can all see that. No, to speak on that. To, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, bro. Go uh, ahead. Not, not just uh, you know. To speak on what you're saying about you know not being biased, uh, dependent on like who you affiliate with politically, like you know right. the left side, the right side, whatever. As a matter of fact, back in 2008, you know, because um, I would identify if I'm going to vote, I'm identifying as Republican. I actually don't affiliate with the party, but I align with Republican views more Same. so. Same here. Uh, but in 2008, man, you know, McCain versus Obama. I actually wasn't totally opposed to Obama because I, was I wasn't thinking, either. Everybody kind of compared him to an extent to kind of Kennedy. Yeah, they did. Um, he, he was a, a youthful guy coming into office. We needed Had character about him. Mm-hmm, we needed something fresh, something new. And we felt that he brought that. And we thought that he would lead us back to where we once were. Exactly. Um, and so I was all for that. I, I was, was all too. For, and, you know, all the promises that he made. He was a great speaker. Amazing speaker, amazing front man. And he didn't deliver. He did not deliver. And, and what I was really, really hoping for out of Obama was unifying the races in America. All he did, honestly, we'll be honest here, is divide us more. Yes. You know, everybody plays this race stuff, you know. He That's a touchy subject. But it, yeah. it's the facts that he created more division. And, and if you cannot see that, I don't know what's going on. Now, I would say if you can mix Obama and Trump together, be a great president. Absolutely. I agree 100%. You have um, Trump's business ideas, business drive, mm-hmm. and then you have the speaking in the front man of Obama. Yeah. If Trump would have had the charisma of as far as Obama in front of people yeah. and how, you know, but the thing about Trump is he's not a politician, bro. He is a CEO and a boss. So he ran his country like it was a business, and that's all America mm-hmm. is. It's and a huge And we business. needed that. Yeah. We At needed the time that. he came in, we needed that. We needed he was that. getting us back on the right track. We Obviously. Need, we needed four more years of that. I hope he gets four more. And I do too. I hope he runs again. 
and they'll probably X him out somehow. They'll find something weighted. I don't know. I hope not, but. I like DeSantis, too. Right? Yeah. The thing about, you know, the Democratic Party, when, when the whole Biden deal was going down, they had nobody else but him and Bernie really represent them, as far as I know, as far as a popular candidate, candidate you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. Now, this border stuff's getting out of hand, too. It's plumb out of hand, it's out of bro. Control. It's out of control. Jeez. Have you heard anything about it? Mm-hmm. It's nuts right now. Man. Tens of thousands of immigrants coming yeah. through. We don't know if they're robbers, gang members, rapists. Um, we don't know if they got COVID, what kind of diseases they're bringing in. I understand your country's bad and, and you want to come to America. But it's almost like they, they have this fable of America just, you know, like you want everything for free. Yeah. Did you see when they held that press conference and they asked that doctor who was there on the border and they said, how do you know for sure? Are you testing all these individuals that are coming across uh, for COVID-19? You know, they could be bringing it right exactly. into the country. Is While we're in the middle of this pandemic, they could be bringing it right in. And they're like, he said something along the lines of like, well, they didn't appear to be sick. And those that did appear to be sick, we uh, we addressed those and the issues that they were having and we got them the proper medical attention. He just kind of went around it, basically. Oh, yeah, they always dance around all these yeah. questions. There's so. no possible way. They're There's no way. So basically saying, we, yeah, we visually inspected them. And, and like, how many people are you actually stopping that's coming through the right way? Like, how many people's going around them, gar- them barriers and, them, yeah. and garrisons and stuff and, and getting through the wrong way? Yeah. There's no way in hell that they can have enough people under control. You know, in 2021, I don't even know how you, it's not as simple as just swimming across or, no. you know, I don't even know the methods by which they would have to do that nowadays, but. Yeah, I don't either. It's not to say they're not doing it every single day. I mean, they are. By the hundreds. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I don't know. I think that, that kind of influx on people in America, on the borders, will have a tremendous and a detrimental uh, effect on the future of America. Oh, yeah. Schools, hospitals. Yeah. Absolute you know, adverse for, effects for yes. the future. I mean, for years upon years. Because all these people are coming across. There's no repercussions for illegally coming into this country. Right. It's like, oh, well, now you just have to go by the legal way. We're going to make you do this and this. And they kind of have like a checklist of things they have to do yeah. to become a citizen. And then you're going to get free health care and everything. Our health care We don't even have free health care. No. You know what I'm saying? Our yeah. Especially if you're a business owner like yourself, man. Oh, man. It's hard on us. It's hard. But, you know, they're handing everything to them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? My dad, I always bring him up every podcast. Tomorrow makes three months, he'll be gone. So I kind of want to de- dedicate this one to him. You know, he worked all his life, bro, and, and he didn't get the medical attention he truly needed right. as a working tax-paying man. He went without because he couldn't afford it because it exactly. wasn't affordable to the common man. But somebody roll up in here that gives no shits about what America's founded upon, don't care about none of our beliefs. Our values. Our values. Morals. Let's hand them everything. Let's give them everything. Because that's what we as Americans do. That's what it we would, do. That's, what, that's right what we're told. To let's do. screw our own people, Yeah, they're saying, bro. man, let's do the right thing. You let's know what the right, the right thing, thing is to do? The right thing is to take a natural-born American. That's right. And take care of them. Exactly. Each many, and every one of us. How many commercials do you see of third-world country kids that are starving, or have dirty water, or don't have food, or whatever? Right. Compare that to the amount of foster children that you have in the United States. Good point. In the system. Right, right. How many commercials do you see at Foster Children? You don't see you none of that. I haven't seen any. You, no, and those kids point. need a lot of help. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, They've come can, through from broken homes. Don't and don't, get, don't take me the wrong way on this. I'm not trying to say, hey, let's not help these individuals out right, at all. Right, right. Same. We, hey, could we, all we all want the American dream. Yeah. We do. And so I want that for them as well. Oh, I'd love it. But let's not do more for them than we're doing for ourselves. Our own American-born people. Okay, we'll take, for instance... 
you want to start a business, instantly you're paying taxes, bro. Yeah. You got a foreign person comes in this country, they don't have to pay taxes, what, four or five years? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, mm-hmm. they'll let them slide. So why don't you, as a as an American-born citizen, okay, you want to start a, a damn business at 18, why don't you get four or five years of tax-free? You should. You should. Just to give us the opportunity to get our foot in the door. It's equal opportunity country. We're all tr- created equal, correct? There's, there's no risk so, for them, essentially. No. Because the biggest risk of trying to become your own business owner is that financial aspect. Exactly. Because I know so many people who do who they don't have the finances to be able to go out and start their own business. Man, I know. But they are super intelligent, Very. hardworking, and they would be able to get a business off the ground if they were given that opportunity exactly. from a financial standpoint. You know, I don't know. Happen, you I know? mean, I don't know what's going on with this with Biden. And it, what's the lady that represents him? The redheaded chick that's on TV. I'm what is her name? Yeah, what is her name? Uh, it slips my mind, but she always dances around the main questions. I mean, the lady that's at the press conference. Yeah, what is her name? I can't remember what her name Sorry, is. Sorry, guys. You know, we ain't too interested in guys other than what they're doing wrong, really, because they ain't doing nothing right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I ain't trying to sing about nobody out on that, but. I mean, we have a great nation here. I'm all for helping other people. I know we're just lingering on with this topic, but at the same time, we need to make it very clear that a lot of people don't know what's truly going on. Mm-hmm. Before I did this podcast, we, we was talking about in text messages on Facebook how we're learning more yeah. because we're studying up on all this stuff so we can bring you guys the facts. Yeah, we've always been more interested you know, in, in learning these things so that we can have a yeah. good conversation with one another, uh, one another because we find it so interesting. Exactly. Uh, but this has given us even more of an initiative to to look into things, to read I, up I, on the I news. really enjoy that. Yeah, so it's 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 pretty neat, man, that what it this is. podcast has even done for us. So hopefully we're able to kind of keep you guys informed. Um, here's something I was kind of want to touch on. We say this every episode. Sick and tired of hearing about COVID. It's all good. I'm going to throw this out there. Throw it out. People are getting tired of the mask mandates, man. They are. So, you know, the uh, with that, what's going on with like flights and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, your uh, unruly plane behavior going on right now. What do you mean? Uh, so, a lot of these, uh, what am I trying to say? Like airlines. Okay. They're trying to impose harsher penalties and more enforcement on people because they're quote unquote still acting out. Uh, so, the FAA uh, said that it had launched 789 investigations this year, more than double the number from 2019 and 2020 combined. Okay. The agency has begun enforcement actions in 162 cases and proposed more than $1 million in fines, and about three-fourths of, the, of those cases involve a passenger refusing to wear a mask. Just think about that. Okay. So, so basically, I think the biggest issue we're seeing here is, I think a lot of airlines have already imposed this now. I'm sorry if I'm wrong on this, but if you are vaccinated and have produced a negative COVID test, yeah, then you were permitted to get on. That yeah, makes sense. The plane that makes sense. You're talking about without a mask, correct? No, no, yeah, okay, no they're, okay, they're okay. still they're still imposing the mask mandate once you are on the plane. Okay, even with having been vaccinated oh, and yeah, producing yeah, yeah. a negative, so that's why people are kind of bucking on it. Like, why do I have to do this? So, so they're still wanting them to wear a mask, even though they've tested negative and they've been vaccinated. Yeah, and then the people, I guess, I don't even know if all airlines are imposing those same you know things, but right. you know. Regardless of that, you got people acting out as they're saying. So they're opposing all this. So basically, what they're saying here, you know, um, is that they want to uh, have harsher penalties penalties on people. And so I just think I that's mean, crazy. It says here is uh, so Sarah Nelson, the international president of the Association of Flight Attendants, 
said, quote, we need DOJ criminal charges and enforcement. We need to make the FAA zero tolerance policy permanent. And we need to staff up investigators and extend investigation time. How and are you penalizing this? This is all stemming from our government right now. Well, first of all, I'm telling you, bro, it's just crazy. That title was absolutely amazing of this lady. But second of all, how in the world could you find somebody for flying on a plane without a mask? <laughs> That's what they're doing, man. I don't. How could you find people for what they're getting fined for nowadays? <laughs> I mean, think about this. If, if I you don't went know. back two yeah. years ago, today, to, the, to this day, two years ago, and told them what was about to be going on two years from then. Blow somebody's mind. They'd be like, there's, there's no, no way, way it's happening. That's crazy. I would have never thought it. No. You know, I, we only seen this type of stuff in movies. But you know what I'm saying? Honestly. The main point being, all of this right here stems from the mandates that our own government is trying to impose on us. Yeah. And so these airlines are trying to keep a good image and trying to say, hey, we're doing our part. So instead of receiving all the backlash from our, their own government, they're yeah. trying to impose these things and look what it's leading to. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, it's leading to a lot of rebellion activity. But the thing is, okay, I'm going to take it back to Trump and Biden. If Trump was enforcing stuff like Biden is like mandating vaccinations, mandating all this stuff, the country would have been a whole riot going on. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I do. They would have bucked up on Trump so hard and crucified him for everything he's talking about. But when Biden does it, Nobody says nothing. Well, the Biden. reason. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I think one major thing is, is when people looked at Joe Biden, they yeah. look at the cabinet that he has around him as well. They don't just put Biden up there by himself on that pedestal. Oh no. With Trump, they acted like you know that he didn't have any You're intellectual right. cabinet around him that helped him make these decisions. They were like, man, Trump is an idiot. Trump is ignorant. He's just a businessman. Yeah. He don't know how to run a country. Yeah, he had a cabinet around him that made him a great cabinet. Him a really good cabinet. Intelligent, informed decisions. That blows my mind that people even think that way. Yeah. I mean, what the hell is going on? This started out as not mandatory, though. I mean, how many right. videos have you seen of this vaccines won't be mandatory? You know, now uh, it's, yep. we're going to make it mandatory or you're not going to work. Oh, Biden done said he's in, implementing his power. Yeah. Right. So, but he's going back on his word because first initial interviews, he never said at all this is not going to be mandatory right this we're not going to make you do this i can't foresee that in the future oh let me knock it over how many how many u.s army people right now are Soldiers. about to step down from their job because nurses mandated nurses my woman's a nurse she does not want to take the vaccine and her job that she went to college for just like these Amer american soldiers had had went through basic and did all this stuff for them to have their job put into jeopardy a year ago you guys was praising these nurses and stuff right. not being vaccinated there was the heroes they was the heroes. heroes on the front lines and now now we're being crucified for not wanting to take a vaccine yeah. bro which is leading to massive staff shortages all massive. over the country and they won't even terminate them they want them to quit like i've yeah. seen amounts of videos where they're like well, well, so i've seen i've them. seen now that they're going to start terminating them if they don't now i've heard now i don't know about I don't around know here and i don't want to offend anybody in the in the medical field that may listen to our podcast so i'm not going to speak on the local hospitals around here per se okay but around the country i've seen in the news that it isn't even about not having enough beds it's having enough staff okay. to cover all of the beds that are available that makes so sense the shortages me. are leading to them not being able to fully use all the space that they have available because they them. don't have the staff to keep up exactly and man, that's I'll sad man that's because sad. We, we need you know 
And I like, say we need, but they need all the help they can yeah, get. And that, that's another thing. I mean, oh, yeah. you go to school to be a traveling or a nurse or CNA or whatever. Yep. So, and, RN. and it goes back to, you know, you've got people from hometowns that are going to get paid 40000 50000 yeah. to travel somewhere else. So you have to leave a small hometown to travel to get paid a better amount. But that's those sad. people that are still there are getting paid the same. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a bonus yeah. now. Right. But yet if you work through the pandemic, you're still going to get paid the same. Yeah, true. You know, that's like, um, I really should have my woman called in for us because coming from her, she's a, she's on the front lines all the time. She sent me a picture today of her in 95 up, face shielded up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? She works in a nursing home. Yeah. Um, she, like she explained to me, these nurses, need, they're, they're tired. I mean, they're getting wore out. Yeah, they're exhausted. Tired, you know. Not mentally, physically. Mentally, physically. Yeah. I mean, people's dying on them. You know, she works in a nursing home and. People she really gets close to dies, and a lot of them died from COVID, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. from when I was, you know, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. As far as I know now, I think it's okay there. I don't know. I don't, she can't really disclose right. information yeah. to me. But, I mean, it takes a toll on one psyche. It does. Mental I mean, health. Absolutely. Speaking of mental health, I don't know what else you got going on, but I want to touch on that later in this episode. So remind me yeah. on mental health. Okay. So right now, you know, we're kind of speaking on politics and so on. So, Another thing right now that's going on is the failure behind America's chip shortage. Yeah, that, that was a big deal. So I'm sure everyone at this point has heard about, you know, uh, Kentucky Speedway, for instance, has a bunch of brand new F-150s, F-150s. all up in the track area. Loaded down. Yeah. That don't have any chips to be able to operate these, you know, these trucks properly. This, this kills me, man. Yeah, they can't operate without these chips. So. Right. And there's a lot of people who don't understand what's going on. So... um Basically, I'll just kind of read up on this for you. So there's been a boom in demand for lower cost chips, which are embedded in every, you know, just a variety of consumer products. Uh, the 200 millimeter technology is more sought after than ever. Um, so and that's basically, the size of these chips. That's the size of the, they're, they're, they're these like, are micro chips. Yes. So. so there's two main approaches to chip production right now. There's using a 200 millimeter or 300 millimeter wafer, which these things are, uh, they get split into lots of tiny chips. Makes sense. Um, so... There's just a shortage on these right now. Plus, with you know the staggering cost of getting these things shipped to us because they come from overseas, the rising cost of fuel, you combine all that. Here we go. And the difficulty of it's a know, disaster. It's a disaster, and so that, not, that's a disaster waiting to happen. And I do not understand not to cut you off, bro. No, you're good. Not to. I do not understand why, as a country, as diverse as we are, we're not our infrastructure is not set up to produce these chips and not have to import this stuff. Why is that? And it's absolutely going to affect the economy. It says the auto industry alone, it's going to cost them 210 billion this year lost in sales due to this chip shortage. And they ain't going to lose it. You know, who's going to lose that. We are going to lose that because prices start going up on vehicles, Mm -hmm. you know, neck by next door neighbor. My tattoo shop was a used car salesman. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the summer, there was a used car shortage because everybody's having to buy used cars. You know, they could, you know, it was crazy because of this. Yeah. Because of this chip. Uh, Pat Gelsinger, who's the CEO of the Intel Corporation, as we all know, the computer corporation, uh, warned that the shortage could last even longer than the end of next year, which is what most people are saying, that it could even stretch into 2023. And that is insane. I mean, so that means that's going to be disastrous that's, for that's detrimental. Anything electronic. Oh yeah, these look, chips are in everything. It's probably in this Roadcaster Pro we're using. It's in our phones. I mean, it's so, in our vehicles. Here we go. You know. Yeah. And this all stems from because we don't produce it here in our country. Absolutely. We we outsource everything. Outsource and, it all. Mm-hmm. And I can't understand. You know, Trump was one to fix that. I know I'm I'm I'm, I'm acting super pro Trump, but the facts are in front of you. Yeah. So. 
just want to touch on that kind of you know that was something that I was really curious about like so what's exactly going on here and that may still not make a lot of sense to people if you don't understand kind of how things are mass produced yeah. the, these these chips or whatever they're I guess they're they're metallic mm. um, and you know they, they're just broken into lots of tiny computer chips that are used for all these like I said consumer products uh, electronic consumer products and like you, you said know. our phones yeah. all of the major things that we use for life every day as far as electronics go, yeah. they are included and involved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, And that's kind of scary because, well, you know, some people couldn't revert without using technology like that. They can never go back to the old ways. And it would be a culture shock for a lot of people, mm-hmm. for sure. But I'm going to take it here again. That's why we need the infrastructure in America strong enough to sustain itself. I feel America should, we need to build America where we don't have to outsource anything. Yeah. Why would you not? You need to be self-sustainable in every every possible way. I get tore up when I think about that. That Because, you know, I'm not no college student. I'm not no rocket scientist. You know, I'm a tattoo artist, bro. Yeah. I have a little common sense. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the the most book smart person in the world, but that is common sense. Yeah. And that's not to say that we have to produce every, no, 100% of everything that we need. But the most important thing. But we need to at least have a small amount of that in the event that we may have to just rely on what it is that we make. Because, you know, we're the greatest nation in the world. You tell me we can't make the same chips Ooh. for the same price? We yeah. can produce a vaccine in less than a year, though. But we can't make a microchip? Just yeah. I don't know, guys. I, I get know. to work about some of that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I like that kill. I'm going to throw this down there for you. Kill dropped that bomb on them, son. Dropped it. Dropped it. Dropped it. Thought that's pretty dope. Boom. Threw it in their face. So what else are we going to talk about on this? Man, I mean, so what do you want to talk? You want to mix it up and we'll just kind of hit yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, you know how we kind of freestyle stuff. Let's, let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let's lighten it a little man, bit. It's getting a little dark in here, man. I'm telling you, hey, we get fired up about I'm these spots. Trying, I'm not trying to be this kind of Hey, we're trying to have fun. Uh, listen, I'm just going to be like. This, this is, this, yeah, there you go. There you go. Strike a pose. <laughs> you know. But anyways, I'm just, I'm just going to flip this entirely 360 on us. Okay. I know you probably know, you guys know, LiDAR. You've heard of LiDAR. Yeah. LiDAR technology. Yeah. It is a mapping technology that is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in ancient civilizations, all yeah. that stuff. Have you seen some of the stuff they've used LiDAR for in the South American jungles? I was about to mention that. Bro. South America. I would love to be down there doing all that stuff. There bro. is so much more underneath that dense the vegetation you know, foliage. It just took over like crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, what happened to good you? Good word. Good word. Foliage. 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 <laughs> but, uh. You know, it's crazy how the jungle took over that quick. Yeah. You know, I mean, because they was, I was watching a lot of things about that and they would look out, they would get on one of the pyramids after it cleaned it off. They'd look out and see these mounds and they always thought it was just like hills. That's more the city. And when they flew over with this LIDAR, man, it revealed, I'm going to say like 60, 70% more than they ever thought was there in one of these cities. Billions of people live in these cities. Do you think they could use that type of technology in the ocean? I don't know. I don't know how the water would. I bet that water distorts. I wonder if you're in the ocean already. If you put that on a sub, yeah, a lidar, I still say I bet the water distorts it. It would have to be dense. because I say that type of technology is was built this you know specifically to get through trees and brush, yeah, that type of material, not necessarily water that refracts and you know you'd have to mess with the signal, yeah, because like. They just don't want us to know what's down there. <laughs> they probably don't. No, they probably don't. They probably know something's down there. Probably a bunch of aliens down there. Some crazy stuff. Hit us with one of those sound effects. Hit us with this one. 
Oh, drum roll. Drum I'm gonna roll. drop this bomb on you. Mind blown. Speaking of aliens, have you ever looked up Machu Picchu in South America? Have you heard have of Machu Picchu? I have a bit, yeah. Okay, Machu Picchu. Is that in Peru? Yes. Yeah, it's okay. in the mountain of Peru, mountains of Peru. You know, these, these blocks that are in Machu Picchu, they are like they think anywhere from five to seventy five hundred years old is when this was built. And these blocks are still almost sharp enough today to cut you if you run your finger down the edge of them. Wow. But that also would, that would come that would be more about the type of stone. But as I'm gonna get to the stone that these are made out of, the only thing that will cut these stone stones that these are made of is a diamond tipped tool. Diamonds, the only thing I think it's like diorite so is what it's made out of, or something. Are diamonds found in that area? No, they have not found diamonds in that area. No way. You tell me how they cut these stones back then. Imported, yeah. bro. It was imported. <laughs> yeah. we outsourced it. Yeah, we, we got a chip shortage in Machu Picchu. Can we, we, we hit up the mines on Facetime, and then all of a sudden the jet fly, or the UFO flies over. I probably didn't even have diamonds down there. What's that around Mexico or the mines? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know but check this out on these on these blocks. You know. You know me, I'm open-minded. I do believe in a higher power, and I do believe that some of these civilizations back then did have help creating what they did. A lot of the stuff that they created five to 7,500 years ago, we cannot remake today with our technology. And that, that's what really gets me. Yeah. Think about that. Well, you know, I've thought about this a lot because, you know, the, the, the biggest one that everyone brings up is either Stonehenge or the Egyptians. Yeah. Right. It's kind of the same thought process, man. How do they move these massive blocks? 100, 200 the, tons. The origin stones. of the stones that they're using may be hundreds, if not thousands of miles away. Exactly. Perfectly. You good. know, so I'm kind of in the same mindset as you. How I, they do it? You know, I mean, they almost had to have, but yeah, maybe they just had a different thought process than we do because they didn't have the availability. So they're like, how do we have to do this? And they right. really thought outside the box. Well, you know, as modern civilization thinks, um, it's almost like we feel that they was a lot less intelligent than we are, but the problem is we can't even figure out how they did that. So yeah. who's more intelligent? Exactly. You know, we, we undercut a lot of these ancient civilizations as not being as on the same page as us technology-wise. It's digital is probably true, mm-hmm. but at the same time, how did they do that? What about the, the history of the lost city of Atlantis? Oh, man. And there were, apparently there were books that were written that was in that huge library that burnt down. It was Alexandria. Ancient, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there had been people that had journeyed to Atlantis. Yep. And apparently they had technology that had never been seen before. Was it, was it Pluto? Plato. Plato? What the Plato. fuck am I thinking, guys? Yeah, Hold on a second. It's not even a Plato. Hit the record scratch. Rewind that. Let's go back to that. It was Plato. Yes. But he had written a lot about that, mm-hmm. about, about Atlantis. Um, they said Atlantis was like an island, and it had a, what is it, like a, it had a ring around the outside around of it. it. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was an island in the center and kind of had island ra- that it was, wrapped it was around weird. it. It had roads in, intertwined. But they know that it. the center of this island was a volcano. Yeah. And that when it erupted, it went That's underwater. Where it went. Right. Yeah, they so said they thought it sunk. Kind of had a little bit of a uh, Pompeii. Uh, and, and you know, that they said they were so advanced. Yeah. They had you know? technology that had never been seen. Yep. Um, I would love for them to find Plato Atlantis. did, as, ma- as a matter of fact, I remember reading about that. He took a boat, because that was obviously, it's an island, so right. took a boat out there. Um, I guess he did sort of explore it before he headed back, but he, he had some notes about it. Now, now did you talking about when Atlantis was above the water? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah I, thought, was I thought he had journeyed there. He yep. did, yeah. 
That's so amazing, man. It's just, man, it's so mind-blowing, though. You know, like, you have to wonder what kind of technology that this would have been. Right. But then, you know, I wonder how many thousands of years ago that was. You know, I'm not sure on Atlantis. Um, a lot of people say it was um, around five to 6,000 years ago when it happened, they think. Really? I mean, you think about how, you know, look at a modern, from 1900s to 2021, the leaps and bounds we've made technology-wise. Crazy. 6,500 to 6,000 years ago when they was doing this stuff. Yeah. You tell me that these guys went a lot on a different whole level than we are. Yeah. And a lot of times back like um, when Machu Picchu was built, they said these people didn't even possess the modern wheel. Now get out of here with that. Yeah, we come on, come man. On. <laughs> you can cut a damn tree down. That's a, a, a circle. Yeah, it's gonna roll. What are y'all doing, man? Like, yeah. I should have been a scientist, I guess. But yeah, man. But the physics of what these people achieved—you know, the irrigation they did down there was amazing. Um, aqueducts. You know, they had fountains in their yeah. cities, bro. They had running water. Well, not to heart back on uh, Egyptians again, but we always yeah, talk Egyptians. about how the top of the uh, pyramids were gold capped, gold capped, and that they allegedly had harnessed electricity through these. Oh yeah, because a lot of people, yeah. yeah, a lot of people they get get it misconstrued. They think the pyramids was a is a temple. It's not a temple. It's not, not a burial a temple. temple. No. no, there's no kind of hieroglyphs inside of it, as far as I know. And a lot of these tunnels are just, you know, the way they're angled and stuff, They th- and they're built on water tables. Mm-hmm. Water's one of the best conductors of electricity. Remember the, the Sphinx and how Sphinx. They, they looked at it and saw how it had eroded over time? Yep. And that let them know that this there it was once a water oasis. It was a water. They had a lot of water in Egypt. It wasn't always a desert. So they had irrigation of their own. Yep. And they Nile. had crops. Yep. They had and crops. They had, I mean, it, so it was a totally different place. But they you know, think 2,000 that- years ago. That um they had some kind of gases inside the pyramids. They created electronical um I guess electric electricity, you know. Yeah. And they sh- I don't know. They yeah, got there's some actually a chamber beneath the Sphinx that's never been opened. Supposedly, yeah. it's never been yeah, opened. So we don't know what's in there. Why have they not opened that? I don't know. I need to look that up. We'll bring Man. that to you next week. I'd have to be. I'd covenant. have to be breaking everything with the pry bar. But what's in here? It's yeah. Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> hey, hey, it could, like, hey, it could be. You never know. It's supposed to be on Oak Island. Hey, uh, if you guys want to, you know. Send us some money. We'll we'll set up like some type of cash app. There we go. Send me and Garrett over there. We'll bust that tomb yeah. wide open. I That's say right. tomb, but it may not be. Who knows what it is? But it blows my mind. I haven't wanted to get into it. It'll be a king two tuck common. Do you really situation. think? Do you really think they have not broke into that? <sighs> That's what they're saying, man. Why would they not? You it's know. in their grasp, right there. Yeah, they've broken anything else. There was a reason behind it. I do believe. You know, why? I just can't remember exactly. Like what maybe it was. the collapse of the. Potentially, but like okay. I said, we'll get because, back on that. Because of this reason right here. What? Why are we talking about it? That's they want us to talk about they it. They want us to think. The mystery. Have they really not? The oh, mystery. Mm. It just blows my mind. I would love to, I mean, I wish we had a time machine. I'd love to go back and see some of that stuff going on. Yeah. That would be amazing. I don't know, man. You know, I've always said that if I had a time machine, I would go back to like the 70s and 80s, so I'm not nearly as cool. far out there as you guys in terms of like... <laughs> You want to do really interesting stuff, but I'm just. Could you? <laughs> but like you know, when it comes to the time, <laughs> I'm just want to go back and live in the good times. You know what I mean? Like, party a little bit. Best times in America, but uh, no, Which, like with a time machine, it would kind of take away the mystery and the fun of it for it me. It would. It would. You know, I know that sounds kind of like, yeah. Well, come on, man. Like, you know, you could crack the codes of the universe, basically. Yeah, you know, but or, it, it or, would or kind of ruin it. I get what you're saying, um, but you know, how cool would it be to fly over in that time machine at the Battle of Thermopylae when 300 Spartans was battling 100,000 people? Oh yeah, yeah that'd have been epic, bro. I'd be that dude that caught a spear to the head. Yeah, I mean my on life. accident. Yeah, 
Yeah. Remember where, movie, this, the time where this made-ass dude come from? That's what they say about us. <laughs> Who's this guy? Uh, oh, you'd be a monster, bro. I don't know. You you would be the monster. You're the one six six. bro. Yeah, but I mean, like, these dudes are five foot two. They're shredded right. up, but I mean, they're like a bunch of vanilla midgets running around out there. Like, <laughs> bro, come you, on now. He <laughs> <laughs> loves this. Come on now, bro. You know, a lot of people get demonstrated, too, that the Spartans was up. Uh, they said uh, on average, they was around six foot, and that was a big, oh, really? a big Spartan. Yeah. Because back then, the yeah, back then, like you said, on average, most Greeks was like five two to five six. So on the bigger Spartans was around six foot. Yeah. On average. So they was a bit I wonder if that's where they, they fine tune their genetics for breeding. You know what I'm saying? How they, they discarded yeah. their right. You know, when when a child was born in Sparta, they had the elders look over their child. Mm-hmm. If it had any kind of a flaw, genetic flaw or defect, they discarded the baby and that's that's some extreme Absolute shit. Savagery. Savage. Um, yeah, so bro. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't kick my ass. Kind over of the talk, hill. We're kind of talking about stuff from thousands of years ago. Here, I yeah. got some pretty cool stuff. So here, recently, we discovered the oldest ever human footprints in North America. I it was think discovered I heard in about New that. Mexico, dated approximately to twenty three thousand years ago. And you think about that, yeah, twenty three thousand years ago. Me and my dad, we used to get into Indian artifacts around here, and we have found artifacts ten to fifteen thousand years old here. So that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. But, you know, they said that we come, we didn't, but the natives came across the Barren Strait in Alaska. Mm-hmm. How long did it take them to migrate south to get down to New Mexico from yeah. 23,000 years, it said? Yeah, 23,000 years ago. You would think it'd take them at least another thousand years to come that far down. Because mm-hmm. you're already finding food in the upper regions of America this, and that's, Canada. That's interesting you mentioned that. Because, you know, that's obviously for those that don't know, uh, that didn't do too well in geography. The, the Bering Land Bridge, or Land Strait, whatever they call it, is yeah. a lot further north. It's up around where present-day Canada, Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this time, um, it, this was when the Ice Age, uh, the last Ice Age, was at its peak. Um, so the northern third of North America was covered. Uh, covered in ice sheets reaching as far as New York City. So that's when they found those footprints. That, they at this time, 23,000 years ago, when these footprints were created. There's no way they came through there. Then. No, there's no way. No one would have survived that. I wouldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. I mean, all the food So they would have had over. to came back or came over thousands of years prior, maybe. Prior. Or even entered entered this region in a different, in a different, different manner. Way, a different manner. Maybe yeah. they had sailing capabilities yeah. we don't maybe know about. Maybe they were just native to South America. That's mm. true. I don't, I don't so know. So then that opens up a whole other... Yeah, I like you that know. thought though. Yeah, because you know we've been going by this standard so long that what they just guessed on, I feel and yeah, but that's that's pretty amazing. And, and the reason why this is so monumental, they found this, is that it predates the the previous earliest known human footprints in North America, which were found in Canada by ten thousand years. Wow. Yeah. Take take into consideration ten thousand. Ten thousand. How long have we been on America on the North American continent? Continent is whites and and America as a nation. Right, Europeans. Yeah, as Europeans. How long have we been here now? 500? Yeah. 10,000 years. Blows my damn mind. I'm telling you. That's yeah, cool, nuts. though. That's a really cool fact, man. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, and you look at some of South America, some of their, their civilizations and what they accomplished back then. Yeah. Blows. I mean, like back yeah. to Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. There's interlocking segments of these stones. Have you seen these stones? I have seen them. Yeah. Maybe in the video, I'll bring them up and pop them up so people right. can see what we're talking about. Yeah. Like I said, these stones would have to been cut with diamond-tipped or diamond-style tools. Do you remember what the weight have. of each of those stones were? Because they're, they're pretty large. Now, some of them, I don't know exactly where. I know the, the heaviest one that they have on record, I think, was over towards Egypt, maybe, of 200 tons. 
That's unbelievable. 200 tons. Unbelievable. So for reference, if you don't know, a ton is 2,000 pounds. So imagine that. Yeah. So 200 average sedan cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's pick them up and just move them around with a rope and a, and a damn yep. log real quick. But that just to touch back on this one more time, because yeah, I want to blow your mind with I'm one other fact. In addition, for these individuals whose footprints were found 23,000 years ago here, in addition to living through that ice age that they were living through at that moment, they were also coexisting with enormous creatures, including giant ground sloths and mammoths. That's crazy. They still roamed the earth. Mammoths. What about like saber tooths? I would assume. Cats. You know, yeah. they was probably oh, out absolutely. there too. 23,000 years ago. And they made lions look weak. Oh, yeah. Small. They made modern day predators look weak. They was they was probably the alpha predator, oh, wow. the know. apex predator. I don't know about any kind of bears back then. I know they had that one bear. It was a, it was a good sized bear. I would say they would always been pretty native North America, like bears yeah. and stuff. But they weren't. I think bears are larger today, right? Like some of them, some breeds. I think they had one big bear back then. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. That is weird. Bears have gotten s- smaller. You got like a Kodiak bear. It's like fifteen hundred pounds now. Yeah. Kodiak brown But bear. you've got like tigers and stuff that used to be apex. Well, they still are apex where they yeah. are, where they're native, but they're not as large as their ancestors. Right. So that's just kind of, everything else has kind of gotten smaller, but. Bears got bigger. Bears are getting bigger. Damn, that's weird. Mm. 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 Crazy. That was the sound of my brain. Just <laughs> yeah, it's about to be, oh gosh. Okay. But um, that's cool facts, bro. Oh yeah. You know, I believe ancient civilizations were way more advanced than we could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, take this into consideration also. We're talking about the ruins. What would New York look like untouched by humans in a thousand years? They'd be gone. You wouldn't know what was going on. You all would see concrete, would some steel structure, yeah. but it would nothing, you know. Rubble. Be all over the ground. It's pretty amazing that they built something back then to last that long. We talking about longevity yeah. last time on our, talking about subs yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did they build that for that reason, I guess? You know, to just, yeah. I wonder why. Because, you know, they could have built stuff a lot easier. They they, have, it's almost like they took they the hard it to last. route. Yeah. Right. Uh-oh. Some sirens in the Ooh. background. Oh, they're coming for us. All right. They know we're talking about too much crazy stuff. Let's go. Oh, we're going to get off the air. <laughs> no, stick <laughs> around. Stick around. We're not going anywhere. No, we ain't running. We're strapped. We ain't, we ain't riding laundry. But anyways. <laughs> he's probably here. <laughs> hey, he's probably dog riding. <laughs> that back. was dog on my yeah, right But uh, it just blows my mind that they think that, that these ancient civilizations did this all with uh, hemp ropes and... um manpower yeah bro if you believe in ghosts you gotta believe in aliens you know i feel the same way That's you, just know, my you know there's a lot of people i you know kill's been here a lot too that uh, there's a lot of people i tattoo don't believe in ghosts and that's fine yeah. until you experience it it's hard to believe in a lot of things till you see mm-hmm. it me and Corey's had a lot of experiences where we can't explain some of the things we ran into on fourth, fourth dimension paranormal that, yeah. and then there's been times that we've caught absolutely nothing right Almost to the point where we was being skeptics at one time. We're like, man, what's yeah. going on here? We're going to these haunted places. People say their house is haunted. We're showing yeah. up. Nothing's happening. Which, you know, we are skeptical of each location that we, we are. investigate. We're skeptics when we get there until proven right. otherwise. But right. uh, from the broad perspective, we're, we absolutely believe, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cue the X-Files theme. Yeah, I need to put it on there, don't I? I really do. <laughs> um, but, you know, honestly, I mean... Alien, I mean, when I get on the subject of aliens, people think I'm automatically talking about these little green guys running around. Martians? Yeah, they're thinking, they're thinking yeah. of the Lunatons Martian guy. Yeah. We're not talking, I'm personally, I'm not talking about that. Right. I'm talking about they could look like us, but be a lot more advanced, you know? Yeah. Um, 
we're going to touch on this topic a lot over the course yeah. of the, the I don't even podcast. want to dive into it because this should yeah. be like five hours long. It's like the men in black. Dude. I want to touch on one other thing that's a cool fact. A lot of people may not know this, but you know the South American ruins, a lot of them was pyramids, and they're not style pyramids that was in Egypt. Mm-hmm. But they have proven and they've mapped it out that a lot of these pyramids in South America and in Egypt are built on or around the same star pattern, the Orion Belt. I have seen that. They're laid out to mimic the Orion Belt. So what's so important about the Orion Belt, I wonder? Man, every ancient civilization was infatuated with the galaxy. And and the Orion Belt. Mm -hmm. I wonder why. Well, I mean, you know, there was no lights that blocked from the night sky back in those days. So imagine at night, every single night before you go to bed, what are you doing? You're looking up at the night sky. Imagine how beautiful the sky was. you're wondering, you're just in in awe. And so... I still am. I feel like they they discovered... Some kind of connection, maybe, with the uh, gods that they worshipped at that time. Maybe. Um, or felt that they had some t- uh, sort of connection. Um, and so they constructed their lives around these stars. Yeah, it just blows my mind, though. The Orion Belt was selected by a civilization in South America in the middle, uh, well, the Mediterranean, well, uh, I guess the North African area is where mm-hmm. Egypt's at, yeah. mm-hmm. that supposedly had no contact with each other. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me that they built pyramids, laid them out on the blueprint of the Orion Belt, the way the, the you know the constellations laid out, and then Egypt did the same thing. How is that? What kind of coincidence is that? Yeah, it's hard to believe. It's just a coincidence. I don't believe it. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Well, I don't know. Speaking of though, as you you was getting into like uh, they they use their mental capacity to talk about their gods, and you know I think I want to talk about I want to touch on a subject of uh, social media mental health. Yeah, this goes really deep. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a tough topic to discuss. Really, it is, and you know, the the social media. I love social media. We all do. I'm on my probably too much. I'm on my phone a lot, probably too much. Like I said, we all are. But the youth of America today is being affected by this tremendously. I agree. Have you looked at any of this? I have. Um, I haven't really looked in a lot of it, but it's just obvious. You know, you got these kids just want to get a like on Facebook, man, you know, or or they're being ridiculed on Facebook by another group of people. And, and it's just detrimental to their mental health. And it's not just children. Oh, no, it's grown. Yeah, adults, it's grown adults. Adults are affected by that because there's people out there such as ourselves that, um, you know, we from a social sp- standpoint, we don't struggle to speak to people in person to. Uh, right go through our everyday lives and, uh, and you know, just live, live a normal life. I think people who are more about trying to portray themselves on social media, who kind of live their lives through social media, almost like they're playing the Sims. Right. But, right. With, but with their own lives. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, they're the like ones playing. who are heavily affected because those likes, those comments, the shares, the the interaction online. They need that. It, they, they require it because that's the only gratification that they receive. It's kind of sad. You know? It is very sad. And then they get to where they're dependent on that. It's almost like you're addicted to it. The dopamine doesn't come if they don't receive that like. Exactly. If they don't get that attention. Yeah. And the drama that arises from all this stuff is immense. It is. You know, you it's too got, much. It's crazy. I mean, I love social media. I think it's a great platform for staying connected with people, reaching out as far as our podcast. That's amazing. But it can have a, have a lot of mental adverse effects. When it is used you know, properly, it's amazing. It is. We've never been more connected than we right. are right now. But the way that it can be used at times 
the negative impact that it has on even people who are of, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, of healthy functioning mind. Right. You know, uh, the effect that it can have is just, man, it I mean, is nuts. it's crazy. It's almost like when you log in on Facebook now, all you see is bad, mm-hmm. you know, and that almost brings your mental down, your mental, like your function, because yeah. like you're seeing all this negative all the time. Yeah. If you don't have a strong mindset, it's it, easy to get sucked it's into It's easy that. for it to affect your entire day, your entire life. But if you have a strong mindset, you can kind of read that, shrug that off, right. go on about your day. But I wonder if that comes from us being, we're grown men now, and we didn't have a lot of that back when we was growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I try to put myself in the footsteps of my daughter. She's 13. And she sees all the stuff on Snapchat, social media. You know, she thinks she should have to be this way. It's almost like it's it makes you want to mold yourself to be somebody you're not, yeah. just to impress people. For the youth, it plays a much larger role. I think I so. Um, I think so. I think that their lives revolve more so around it, um, obviously, than us, and that's why it has a, a larger effect. I think it, it's your. I think your it's social, causing problems, man. Yeah, your social presence is. as a kid matters a lot in your life it does uh, it's a big deal what people think of you or something right. yeah you know um and what i think we all went through that as kids i wonder if they like me or you know why don't i have as many yeah, friends or, especially you know, if you were a kid that, that moved schools or something you walk into yeah. a classroom you don't have any friends you don't know anyone it's hard you know thankfully i didn't have to deal with that i didn't move around a lot but you know for instance like going into middle school there was a right. bunch of new kids in my class that i didn't know yeah you know you walk in and, and you can say oh man i don't care i don't care but to an extent you you, lo- you low-key care yeah. you care you want to be everyone wants to be liked and you know and as you're coming into being an adult a, a young woman or a young man you're very influential influenced by thing you know things you're more easily influenced easy influence, yeah and it's kind of sad man i hate it for the youth i hope somehow we can i don't know man you know i think as parents you, it, it's, it's hard on, it's hard but it's on you because it really is there's no way you can control the world you can't control yeah. what's happening on social media and i also don't want to rob a child of having that experience because you know social media is as american as apple pie nowadays it really is every yeah. one of us as americans we have a phone in our hands we have right. a social media account of some sort facebook twitter whatever it may and, be and honestly we're living in in a amazing time for that we are technology yeah. and, and the way the world's evolving mm-hmm. just like we, we just, said Right, we got to use it right when it's utilized properly. It's got to be utilized. But we have to, as parents, and I'm not trying to say that in a way that putting that blame on parents, right, right, um, at all. But I'm just saying that we just have to try to do our best. I'm not putting any kind of blame of any negativity happening to somebody due to a parent being, you know, neglectful or whatever. Right, right. But we just have. That's all we can do. Is what I'm trying to say. That's all we can do. So, um, so if you know. Hey guys, you know, just keep your mind strong, guys. Read a book sometimes. We talking about on the first yeah, one, man. You know, get lost in a book, man. Don't you don't have to be on social media twenty four seven. I'm a tattoo artist, and a lot of people people complain because it's hard to get a hold of me, and it is sometimes. But at the same time, Corey, you know, I and, and Dustin's seen this a lot. I work long hours. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it kind of gives me a break on Wednesdays when I do this podcast. You know, because I make myself cut my day a little shorter. Yeah. You know, and and I really enjoy that. You now. make that time. And, and I really enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I do take weekends off, obviously. That's for my family. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. You know. It's time to get a lot of stuff off your chest. Yeah. It's yeah. therapeutic to a degree. Very. So, I'm, you know, guys, you don't have to dive in social media. Young, the youth, if you're listening, grab you a book, man. It's it's amazing. You know, you may think it's nerdy or, or something, but I'm telling you, man, when I read a book, it takes me to a whole nother level. Yeah. And I don't want to down ebooks at all. No, ebooks I mean, are if, cool. If you're reading whatever, because I get my news a lot through through yeah, my phone and all that. But too. 
there's just something about picking up a paperback book. I love it. You know, and just reading the, the pages. It is easier on the eyes. Definitely. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, that sure. blue light, you know. Uh, and, I, and I'm sounding old school here, but, you know, something about picking up that book physically. I never, honestly, bro, until I did it, I never really believed yeah. in it. Reading through those pages, seeing the progress you're making. Hey, man, I'm on page 127, yeah. and you open up you to your little goals. marker. And it, there's something about, like, you you know, we spoke about that one day. Uh, you get lost, man. That get book, lost. That sure. book begins to. It's a has, journey. Yeah, you get to, you, you start seeing the world through that book because, you know, Garrett and myself, we spoke about this. We like to read a lot of books that you can apply to your life. Exactly. Uh, with your mindset specifically, just helping you to think about different things, being more open-minded, just learning about different different things. Oh, yeah, man. So, um, for the youth, please, man, like, I ain't mean to cut you off, Corey. No, you're good. You know, reach out there and grab you a book, guys, for real. You don't have to worry about what people say about you on social media, man. Don't sweat what people have to say about you. Be yourself. Mm -hmm. Stay in your zone. Mm -hmm. You know, um, be a leader. I remember yeah. my grandma, my dad always told me, son, you don't have to follow suit. Make right. people follow you. You know what I'm saying? Be a leader. And what I'm afraid of with a lot of the social media is it takes that ability away almost for some people because yeah. some people are so influential by people they're watching. Yeah. They don't want to become their own leader. Like you done said, children are heavily influential I mean, We was. I mean, we was, We too. were, too, yeah. I mean, we were heavily influenced by what was popular at that shit, time. I love Sega Genesis. The clothes we wore, the music we listened know? to. But, <laughs> hey, man, you know, uh, like Eric just said, to harp on that again, you know, be a leader. Uh, in, inspire. Yeah, inspire people. Motivate others. You know, set the example. Set the tone. Set the, set the bar. You being know, alpha. Being, being a parent, I, for one, I can just speak a lot of experience on this because there were a lot of stages in my life that I that I went through that were not necessarily tragic to somebody else but tragic to me so right I went through some stages that I felt that I needed to post what was happening okay. on social media yeah. right so until my kids said why are you posting you know because I have three kids and yeah and my oldest was like you know why are you posting this and it, it hit me instantly that I had to cut social media out for a little while and deactivate my account because my kids see that so if my kids see what I'm posting that that I'm going through yep. and they ask me about it, then then I'm not leading my kids into anything either. Got you right. And you know, and a lot of people's blind to the situation until it's pointed out from somebody from an outside point of view. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we're we're easily like a lot of people do that. You don't know what you're doing wrong until somebody else points it out because you don't know you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's you know that leads up to the social media stuff, the mental health. I just want people to keep their minds strong, and, and you know that ain't the only thing to do in life, guys. So hey, yeah. I'm not preaching at you. I'm just <laughs> saying, man, reach out there. I want to see the future leaders of the world do something great. And social media don't have to be always all part of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I had a phone back then, I'd have probably been the same as them. I ain't gonna lie. You know, hell, we was on Golden Islands, Nintendo sixty four, oh, yeah. killing it, bro. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like we was Mario karting it up, Gank. Sonic the Hedgehog, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. We was on it. We know? were, man. That's why. But it was, was. fun. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, would, I think it's time. You know what What's I think it's time, time for? for? You know, I think I think Let's it's see. time. You know what time it is? It's five minutes of murder mystery. That's right. You know what time it is. So on the roster today, tonight, this the evening. The murder mystery of the week. Jack. Oh, yeah. The Ripper. Jack the Ripper. 1888. We are at the scene in East London. More than 130 years have passed. Wow. Since a hate-filled killer terrorized the streets of London's Whitechapel. Whitechapel. But the scars left are still felt and talked about to this day. Man, so, that, bro, that you was know. Deep. 
That was deep, yeah. bro. I like that. Yeah. Um, hey, it's London's most notorious serial killer. And you know, back then in 1888, 1888 let me uh, turn the wind up. Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. In 1888, you know, back then, um, serial killers wasn't really known no. much. You know, that's what really took this case to a whole other level, I feel. Mm. You know, coincidental to the Zodiac, didn't he have only a confirmed five kills as well? Yes. That's weird. And so Jack the Ripper had hmm. five kills. He mutilated five women. Five women. Yeah. Um, I think what four of those was uh, streetwalkers or yes. prostitutes, I mm-hmm. guess. They were. Now, the other one wasn't, though. Didn't he find her in some kind of building? And you know, I don't know exactly the... I, I can't just, remember on that. Um, but now all of them did get their throat slit, right? They did. And that's why they called him Jack the Ripper. Is that one yes. of the reasons? Okay. And uh, all of these happened within a three-month period. Yep. So, I mean, it's not like he, you know, terrorized the streets of London for years. It was like five, three months, three, four months, three months. Um, and tomorrow makes actually the anniversary of the the time he killed two girls in one night. Yeah. The 30th, right? Yeah. September 30th. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. That's crazy. So tomorrow is Jack the Ripper's anniversary for killing two women. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. They feel that, uh, you know, he chose his, his victims. Uh, who were like Get we just music going. <laughs> like we just stated were were prominently heavy drinkers. Four of them were prostitutes because they were more readily accessible. I mean, they're on the streets at night. You know, right. they're you know been drinking. They're intoxicated. They're you know and it's they're like, trying to make. I guess they was trying to make money. Who's going to miss this individual? You know, that's right. kind of the mentality at that time. And so it was just kind of maybe he was just uh, trying to feed that. The inner demon he had, he had to fill that void. Like I have to kill somebody. And you know, I wonder what made him hit like that because, you know, he did a lot of things that was surgically precise. They said also, mm-hmm. like the way he 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 cut what a liver or something in half and and sent yes, one and half to it. the police officers, right? Yeah, into the police force. Yeah, that, I think there were some organs of one of the victims that they never found. Like he took it as like a souvenir. What the hell is going on? You know, you almost think there's something bad happened to this guy. Like he just abruptly died. Because someone who would kill as savage as this guy right. did. He just stopped. And just stop. You know, they try to blame that a lot on the uh, overabundance of police force that started patrolling also. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that. When somebody's got that kind of animalistic um, way about themselves, they're not going to stop until they get caught, really. You know, we talked about the Zodiac. He was yeah. also allegedly mailing letters to the police. Now, it could have been a copycat killer just like the zodiac so it could have been as far as personalities go because uh, some of the letters that they did receive was very poorly constructed yeah. um I, mm-hmm. I read up on and but now they did receive one letter that was really they feel was really on point because it yeah. disclosed a lot of the mm-hmm. the the stuff on the, the case i guess yeah contained uh within the letters were details of details, his activities yeah, yeah. I was and also words. warnings about future crimes that he was going to commit and the details that he disclosed in that letter, only the police officers knew about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they so came to fruition, it was like, okay, there's something to this, you know? Yep. Yep. Uh, so, you know, I, there's so many speculations on who, who this could have been. You know, they think that maybe Jack the Ripper may have, um, he may have died. And that's mm-hmm. why stuff ended. Because there was a guy that committed suicide, I heard, around that time that the murder stopped. Yeah. And they thought maybe it could have been him, quote unquote. Yeah. But there were so many other people that could have been involved. You know, like the, like we said, this only started from like September to what? November or something yeah. like that? Yeah, September to December probably. December, yeah. December, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, but Jack yeah. The so, you know, there were some uh, 
there's some people out there that they some suspects that they uh, were like, hey, you know, we think it's him, but they didn't have anything solid to really pin it to him. They, had they a thought DNA that back he would be then. either a butcher or a doctor by the way in which he hacked up the bodies. Yeah, because he done with precise, you know, yeah, precision. Precision was crazy. Yeah. They said. And, you know, someone with the expertise of a butcher or a doctor obviously would have no issue hacking somebody up, like with blood. And, you know, there's some people who just don't have the affinity for that, so they can't can't do it. So, Right. Um, you know, I, I don't know. There's been some speculation on who it was. There was a few people they had that was really a, a person of subject or interest, I should say, mm-hmm. that they said that certain, pe- certain people they had on this case, they took certain routes to work. Yeah. That's where some of the, the girls was found killed. Yeah. These exact paths these people took to work, these yeah. guys. Did you hear about that there were two American psychics who apparently had written letters at that time and sent it over? Because, you know, this was like, I won't say the news was worldwide, obviously, because we weren't as connected right? In, you know, in the late 19th century. I wonder how long it took to get here. Uh, I don't know, but it was in the news, you know, here in the States okay. already. Yeah. Um, you know, on the East Coast, primarily New York City, mm-hmm. you know, about... There's a you know there's a serial killer ball you know because like He's you said that this stuff didn't really happen back then no um, so like I said the news was over here there were two psychics who apparently tried to help solve the case and sent letters over uh, one gave a name um, I actually don't have that uh, that so the psychic gave a name gave a name but it didn't there was no person of that name that lived in the area and another one gave an address that address did not exist. So we're just pulling stuff out of a rabbit hat here and sending or, it over to the police. Know. But they were they were following these leads. They were so desperate to they try wanna, to find the killer. Yeah, because they was being ridiculed. I think what the police, one of the the captains resigned or the yeah, sh- yeah like he was being ridiculed yeah. for not being hey, a captain. Well, I mean, guy. people were freaking out. They're like, these people were being slaughtered in the streets, and you guys are doing absolutely nothing to find these people. You yeah. know, even oh, though yeah. they were doing everything they could, they just didn't have forensic technology. Nope. If they would have, they could have probably caught the person. But nowadays we do. And have you heard about that? There's one individual that we one believe uh, they found DNA on an apron. I yep, believe a shawl. It? it was a shawl and yep. uh, pointed to a 23 year old Polish immigrant uh, by the name of Aaron Kosminski. Com- yep. Kosminski. He was a barber by profession. Yeah, he obviously had access to knives and was a prime suspect at the time. So he was, he was a suspect already. But they just didn't have enough evidence against him or pointing towards him to be able to convict anyone. So now that we have the, you know, but that that could have been contaminated. They they did say that because so many people handled this shot, and obviously we can't. but you know, I did read that they they may have recovered semen and blood off the shawl that did match this guy's family lineage. You know, they mm-hmm. they tested the bloodline of his family. Yeah. How would you feel about that? What if someone came to you and was like, you know, we need to draw some blood. We want to try to yeah. test your DNA. Your your great great grandfather potentially piece was uh, Jack the Ripper. <laughs> would you be like, dude, that's sweet? Well, you know, that's like me and the Lizzie Borden thing. You think that's cool? Well, we don't even know if Lizzie really did it. Well, true, but I not taken away from Jack Rip here, but it was pretty amazing that I was tied to somebody. You know, like we said before, America, yeah. were, Americans were drawn to this kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just so interesting. It's taboo yeah. it's, to it's us. It's a huge thing in American history, you know, Lizzie Borden case. You know? Yeah, so whenever my niece said that, I was like, you're bullshitting me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at this myself, and it did lead back through Ancestry.com and the DNA. Yeah. But we'll let you go along with this. So, you know, even though the findings, you know, led to this 23-year-old Polish immigrant. Um, it's still, there's nothing definitive about it. You know, 
Yeah, they uh, can't really prove it. Yeah, it doesn't mean the case is closed. Um, and so the Ripper might have taken the mystery of his entity to the grave. You know, another thing on this guy, the reason they think it may have stopped because he was admitted to a saint asylum. Did you hear that? He ended really? up going crazy. He, ended up, he was in a, in a saint asylum several times. Wow. Yeah. Did he ever admit to it, though? As far as killing? Yeah, did he say, he hey, I'm the Ripper? He did do that. But it's because like you would have to know that that individual was like, yeah, I'm the Ripper. You know, and yeah. if you're crazy and you're already going to be into a psych ward, you might as well just be like, yeah, because you know there's people who oh, step yeah. forward and claim to be him. Oh, yeah, you know it. Just like people step forward and claim to be the Zodiac. And, and Oh, yeah, and fake. You know, Why would you do that? Just for publicity, and you're already probably convicted Out of, of your something. Damn mind, too. Yeah, you're psycho yeah. already. But you're going to be, if you start, you know, that's like I watched a show one time about crimes that people just went ahead and admitted they did it and they didn't do it. Yeah. When they're being interrogated, they finally cracked and said, I did it. Yeah. I wouldn't. Why would you do that? Like, man, it's crazy. Oh, man. But Jack the Ripper, man, like, that just he terrorized. Pressure, I guess. Must know? do it. But, but, man, that's severe. Like, but, uh, yeah, that's crazy. But Jack the Ripper, man, he terrorized East London in 1888. Yeah. I mean, but it's weird how it just stopped abruptly. It's weird how the personality, like we just said, seems to coincide with that of the Zodiacs. It, the personalities are very similar. They did very similar things. They did. Do you think that the Zodiac kind of based some of his stuff on Jack the Ripper? He probably could have. You, you know what I mean? The letters. Yeah. Now Jack the Ripper never did no kind of codes and all that. He stuff. didn't have a. He didn't have a symbol that he. Right. You know, identified himself with as like the Zodiac. Uh, right. So the Zodiac kind of did his own thing. He did, but I just wonder if he molded some. I would off say the so. Ripper's case. Because, you, you know, know if, you're, I mean? if, you're, if you're in that mind state that you want to kill people and you're aware of what you're doing and, you know, because they're both, they're both intelligent individuals. Yeah, they had to, to do be. it and get away with it. All right. Um, you know, and this one guy, he was, a, he was a barber, you know? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. So he did have access to... Yeah, to say that his DNA ended up being just coincidentally somehow on this shawl. Come on. Now... now I don't know. This was from a streetwalker, though, right? It was. Do you... Could yeah. he have possibly had sex with this girl before she was killed and yes. they just pinned this on him? Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's hard to say that 100% that that was, their, that was him. I also want to see this 130-plus-year-old shawl that they got DNA from. Exactly. Is that not insane? That's really insane. I didn't know. I mean, I know DNA lasts a long time. I mean, you could but, get, like, bone marrow out from, like, after so many hundreds of years still and right. get DNA that way, but off of actual piece of material with maybe blood or something, like, that's crazy. You know, was his blood type ever found on it, though? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I can't remember reading that. You know, I just know they. So what they did they actually semen. find? The semen. They That's what they found. found semen on. I don't know. You think they kept evidence like they do now, like in a little box? Oh, no, wow. hell no. That thing was handed what? around like crazy. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they said what? so many people handled that over the years. Oh, then yeah. yeah. But at the same time, why was his DNA yeah. on it from? But the you know time that frame. it had never come into contact most likely with the family of this man which they took the dna from to like semen on him you know what i'm saying like come on but like you said like we said earlier you know if she was a street walker she did it could have just been a coincidence that they had he could have had he could have had a rendezvous with her that night and then five minutes later the ripper face face with the ripper that is very true so jack the ripper case is pretty amazing um but yeah yeah that guy was which what was his name his name was Aaron Kosminski. Yeah, yeah. They said that he was in the same asylum for a while. Mm. A couple times. And I think at one time that I read, he got kind of violent with a female staff worker. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, Jack the Ripper case. Yeah. Unsolved so, case files. Unsolved case files. 
brought um, to you by mind, mind Faction Faction. podcast we hope you guys enjoy that yeah we really like these uh, murder mysteries and if you guys like them please comment you know and uh hey maybe you guys can give us one to do you know what i'm saying if you get in the comments or hit us up on our page yeah. if not we'll just keep bringing random ones to you <laughs> um so i'm gonna wrap this up a little bit here yeah we'll jump into the entertainment you want to so fade us out real quick you know there's not a lot of movies coming out here you know in the near future so <coughs> november 19th guys this is one that i'm really looking forward to ghostbusters afterlife ain't heard about this you haven't heard about this no what? so you know the ghostbusters <laughs> that came out i think it was 2016 i think yeah it yep. you know there weren't very good reviews on it. No. Never watched it's it. It's hard to beat the classics. Uh, yeah. So this anyway, thing. this one is uh, says when a single mother and her two children move to a new town, they soon discover that they have a connection to the original Ghostbusters and their grandfather's secret legacy. Oh, okay. So, I see what you're playing off yeah, of. Yeah. So, That's cool. You know, unfortunately, Egon, Harold Ramis, he's not going to be in it. He's the only uh, one yeah. that uh, has passed away he's no longer with us but man maybe they'll cgi egon in there because he was my favorite but i'm uh, sure they could yeah so anyway i'm looking forward to that when's this released november 19th okay so yeah just want to touch on that it's another movie i think you guys would would enjoy yeah um i don't know anybody who didn't really at least enjoy the first ghostbusters movie man them are classics they're awesome man i can remember watching them as kids like it's yesterday there's so many good movies come out in the mid 80s the first one come out in 84 Oh it's man, good times, man! It was it was a whole different world back then. Yeah, so many good movies, awesome. man, and and it kind of, uh, you know, kind of takes you back to that time when you can kind of, you know, because I mean it's just like with the Halloween series right now, right? The very yeah, first one yeah. came out in nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, there's actually speaking of that because we we brought it up on every single episode, but they re- they released a new trailer on that. I ain't seen it. And there's a flashback scene in it with Doctor Loomis standing on the steps of the Myers house and Michael standing out front, and it looks like it's kind of cgi'd it wasn't originally filmed in 78 right man i'm so the dope i heard that the Dude, movie i'm about to watch the it. movie's supposed to start off with that flashback scene oh man with loomis that's and epic. myers yeah let's go damn watch that's it. epic let's go watch him do it actually we got pushed should. back got pushed back though are you serious it's coming out october 28th instead of october 15th now it's kind of cool because it's close to Halloween. oh yeah that's what that you know that's what that is. what day is it on i wonder i don't know probably a friday yeah look gotcha. it up it's a friday Man, I hope all of y'all go out there and check it out. But like we said, now is that just released in theaters, I wonder? Friday. Absolutely. It's not. on a Friday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, you said the 28th? Yes. 28th. No, it's on Thursday. Okay. Well, that's okay still. Get ready for the know. weekend. Hey, we might have to go check it out. We'll have to. Is it in, does it say if it's in theaters or if it's at home or does it say anything say about HBO that? Max. Man, they're getting everything right out the gate. Yeah, I got that. Uh, as soon as it, you, you can know. rock that in the theater room. Oh, yeah. I'd rather go to theaters and watch it, man. I like the vibe. I do too, man. It, you cannot beat that. No, you're going for the experience. You are. It's the full experience. It's you classic. Get, you get the bucket of popcorn. You get the drink, even though it's going to cost you 50 bucks. But I'll tell you where we need to go. There's one in Oak Ridge that serves like alcohol. It has recliners like shots and stuff. Yeah, I've been to that. Uh, there was I've one been in uh, Nicholasville called the Movie Tavern. Was it dope? Legit. All right, they got highly the recommend. The, mall in Knoxville, the big Cinemax or whatever. Do they yeah. serve alcohol and stuff? Alcohol. Yeah, they okay. they, they, do they come and take your your uh, order and everything? Like yeah. you can order food. Oh yeah. shit, that's yeah. where we need to the, go. The yeah, the movie tavern up in Nicholasville is like that. I didn't know if that was like yeah. that down there. Yep. We need to go see that. We'll there. go, man. We'll do that. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. So yeah, man. Hey, that I'm pretty excited about the Ghostbusters. I hope that it holds up to our standards. I hope so, man. I hope they recover from that last reboot. It was absolutely terrible. You know, I hate when. What is it? Was that the female version? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I hate when that stuff happens because it almost ruins the legacy almost. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it taints it so bad. Yeah, you know, sometimes, man, whenever a sequel is, especially when it's just done no justice, I mean, sometimes things are just better left untouched. They really are. Unlike least, the run. The run needs a sequel. Yes, our show. Look it up. Moonshiner's um, car show, The Run. Me and Corey did an epic little we did. short film, you know, and I uh, had a little help with some local people here that was pretty fun. And we would love to film a sequel oh, for man, you guys. Two we would love, because we have a script written out, guys. We would love yeah, to Corey do that. Corey worked hard on a script. So, maybe we need to do we it We talk next about year, it bro. all the time. We would love to film some. We actually want, also want to film a bunch of things for you guys, but yeah. hey, baby steps. One step baby at a time. Steps. Just add me into all that stuff. Here we go. Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll include, throw Losey in there. <laughs> we'll include Losey on there. Yeah. But, you know, um, that's like with 4D Paranormal. I want you guys to go check out our episodes if you're into paranormal stuff because we put our heart and soul into those two. We just got two episodes. And I know we feel like failures because of that. I mean, we was hard on ourselves, but at the same time, people don't understand the work that goes into making those episodes. The editing is what really drags it down. It does. Or say, not necessarily drags, but it just um, mentally, before you ever even investigate, you already know the hours and hours of evidence oh, yeah. that you're going to have to review and it's just me and you. It's just me and Garrett. And, you know, then just in the filming of it all, you know, we have to get different angles. We have to yeah. get interviews. Because we, we want to do the best cinematics we can for y'all, too. Yeah, so, you know, bringing all that to you guys, and it's just Garrett, myself, and all the editing time and everything. And you We know, work full-time we, jobs. Yeah, and, we, we would know. love to get paid to do all this stuff, unfortunately. Oh, you know, Remember that time we was going to try to make, like, a, a GoFundMe for 40, and they're like, you could send us anywhere. Y'all yeah. suggest it. Yeah. And we're going to pay for it. We're going to go film it. You guys it, will live. still be cool with that. And hey, we, we down. Know, we, would, we would love to go anywhere you guys want to send us. I'm going to tell you where we need to really go Bobby Mackey's. In Wilder? Wilder, Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. We hit old Bobby up, roll up in there, stay all night if we could. Do a podcast. Do a, that would be epic. Haunted podcast, bro. Yeah, that would be, that cool. would be dope. Mm -hmm. It would. Well, you know, you want him with some fun facts before we roll out tonight? Let's I know we're kind of everywhere on this episode, guys. Just but we're just rolling facts through. Away. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and let them know what's up. It's time for fun facts with the bros. The bros. You know what time it is. So Corey's got some really cool fun facts tonight for us. He's went hard on this episode. Okay. I've been slacking. I am sorry, guys. I've been real busy. I'm just here. Okay. So <laughs> Losey's like, I'm the wingman tonight. So uh, Garrett and our buddy Joe Kennedy, shout out to Joe. What's up, He's Joe? Been on the podcast, hey, one of these days. Um, research has found that a midday nap can make you more creative. <laughs> Garrett and Joe, they know how much I like to sleep. They used to get on me about that all the time. Um, but yeah, it can make a midday nap can make you more creative, focused, Shit, and fresh that. for the rest of the day. But one study also found that they can also reduce your risk of heart attack. Specifically, really? those those who regularly nap. We're found to be 37% less likely to die from a heart attack or other coronary ailment than those who work straight through the day. Hmm. You know, I guess it gives your heart a break, maybe. Yeah, man. Just, you now, how long are these naps supposed to be, though? Does it say? Uh, it wasn't specific, but, I mean, I think studies show that was like a 15-minute power nap is, is sufficient. I mean, we're not trying to nap for 30 minutes to an hour. Right, because you, you feel like shit when you get oh, up Oh, you feel horrible, man. What's up with that? I don't know. Because you think it's because your body's trying to shut down and like really rest, I guess? Yeah. You, you know, start getting in that certain deep a, sleep. It's a hard stuff. reboot. Right. Take yeah. one of those naps and you wake up at 7 o'clock and you think it's the next morning. Oh, um, I've done that. I did that the oh, other man. day, man. I came home from work at 5 o'clock. <laughs> I woke up at 7. It's daylight. I'm like, oh, I'm late for work. Yo. Yeah. Mm -mm. Wow. Nope. Yeah, so that's it's all I got on that. I'm just trying to make that point. Hey man, I knew what was up even back then. We're sorry. 
We, me and Joe Kennedy used to criticize Corey because we'd be in our group chat like, damn, where's Corey? Oh, he's probably napping like a 65-year-old man. <laughs> and technically, on our and on Corey's defense, he had a, a thyroid issue we did not know. Yeah, it's all good. It fixed itself. I, <laughs> no medication necessary. I right. don't really know how that happened, but it did. And Well, I think your body heals itself. It yeah, regulates, yeah, you know. Yeah. The first thing, and this is supposed to be fun facts. I'm going to touch on this real quick. The first thing you do, everybody wants to throw you on some kind of medication. Yeah, it's just a band aid for your body yeah. a lot of times. Anyway, sorry. All right, let's go. Somewhere else. What, what, what you got for this? us with the fun facts? Well, this one's kind of odd, but you know koalas. Yeah, you know yeah. an animal. Obviously, mm-hmm. they have unique fingerprints just like humans. Oh, each one that. has each individual. One I just heard that. Yeah, each one really? does. So that I always just thought they had. Well, I thought humans was the only ones that really had fingerprints like that, yeah. as far as unique. Right. Yeah. So what's up with that? I wonder. Ah, oh, man. So I know when that when my damn bamboo trees well, been getting it's, fingerprint. It's, yeah, it's just odd. <laughs> there are so few other mammals that yeah, have, have unique that. Finger, uh, fingerprints that are individual to them, other than us. Which is that's weird. Is that the only other species besides humans? As far it just says like humans, codex or codex koalas <laughs> actually have unique individual fingerprints. Man, if there was Kodiak bears running around here with individual paw prints. No. We know who did that damn trash tearing out over there. We know who did that. I fingerprinted him. He's down the street. That's funny. But yeah, that's that was probably kind of weird. Yeah. That I is, mean, that's really odd fact. Yeah. I did one on jellyfish last time. You know, yeah. Immortal jellyfish. Yeah, that's all good, man. We're hitting up with the animal facts. Yeah, we just want to bring an array of different topics and subjects on that. Yeah. What else you got for us? All right. So uh, while it's unlikely that they cause cancer or spark a fire at a gas station, like, you know, a popular lore might suggest, yeah. mobile devices have been found to be loaded with bacteria, which we've all heard this before. According to some research by a British scientist, the average cell phone carries 18 times more potentially harmful germs than the toilet handle in a men's restroom. When was the last time you disinfected your cell phone? I'm doing that right after this shit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then people wonder why I don't grab my phone and text them right back when I'm tattooing. Yeah, you might as well be looking at <laughs> doing all of it. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. So 18 times? 18 times more bacteria than the toilet handle on it in a minute. Well, you know, the thing is crazy about that is it's like you're the main person handling your phone, though. Yeah. So I guess that's that's yeah. being drug off other things you touch yeah. during How the day. How many times do you flush the toilet in a men's bathroom with your foot? Oh, I'm all the time. Always. Always. I never touch that Hell thing. Hell no, like, bro. It's nasty. I ain't doing that. I ain't trying to sit on but it I'm either. I'm going to grab my phone and I'm going to go grab a bite to eat just to be real. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, you people's going to be thinking a whole lot of different things about that phone next time they that's grab gross, it. man. Dude, that's rushed. But it's fast. It's just rough. I mean. Got to bring the facts no matter how hard they are to listen to. Hey, that's true. Keeping it real. Keeping it super real for y'all. What you got over? I hear you over. I'm just reading facts. <laughs> I'll give you another one real quick. <laughs> He's just reading, trying to find something interesting. Uh, hey, that's interesting. That's okay. Russia has more surface area than Pluto. No way. Yeah. That's probably why it's not a planet. Man. You know what's crazy about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be true. That's true. Uh, it's more, it's like, more a, like a moon or like something. A dwarf star. Yeah, and it's... Well, they actually excluded it out of our solar system, right? Yeah. They took it out. They didn't. Yeah. It's not. I remember when I was a kid in school, that was another planet. That was a celestial right. body. Yeah. All right, I got Going one for on, you real right? quick. I hit you with what? One more. What? So it's kind of one of those common sense things, I guess. If you know anything about astrology or how planets work, okay. But apparently, you know, we found some frozen ice on the surface of Mars. Yeah, and we're like, hey, man, you know, wonder what happened to all the ice that were the water that used to cover Mars. Yeah. Well, apparently, it just escaped there. You know, they're. Uh, their atmosphere. Their atmosphere, yeah. Their, or lack thereof. Yeah, because the atmosphere so. on Mars is um, 
it's lacking a lot of uh, certain gases. Yeah, that kind of inhibit things to escape. With that. Something, something catastrophic. Big. I don't know if it was a meteorite or destroyed their. It took the solar like their yeah, solar. It the took their atmosphere off their whole planet yeah. almost. I mean, it so, still got a slight atmosphere. So we pretty much kind of concluded that that at yeah. one point it had an atmosphere that contained just like how Earth does contain the moisture, the water, right? Uh, kind of recycle it, you know. You know, it's crazy. Did. Hell, when I was a kid, everybody talked about Mars being red and it was made of iron ore mostly, and they didn't know if the water was on it. Get out of here with that. What makes iron rust? You got to have water to cause rust. Yeah. You're just using I was a kid and, and I was like, well, metal rust with water. Yeah. They don't think there was water on Mars. Now they're saying, oh, there was. And now that we found stuff. Man, what in the hell? Genius, bro. I'm telling you, right? You want my fun yeah. fact now? <laughs> <laughs> Hit it, bro. A woodpecker's tongue actually wraps all the way around its brain, protecting it from damage when it's hammering into a tree. Yep. Dude. Fun fact. Say that one more time. A woodpecker's tongue actually wraps all the way around its brain, protecting it from damage when it's hammering into a tree. So the only thing going through my mind right now is an x-ray of a woodpecker. Yeah. So So, so it can just touch its brain. With its tongue. With its tongue. While it's hammering. You know, there's so many crazy things on this earth as far as like animals and it's amazing the diversity of all this stuff i've never i would have never imagined that no because you know i always did think how do they not cause herself brain damage just like a ram when they're hitting each other you know what i'm saying so what kind of evolutionary thing happened there were they just knocking themselves out when they were so they like this evolutionary trait come along where they're like hmm i can get my tongue up around my brain i might want to wrap it around my brain yeah how do they find this out though (laughs) <laughs> that's true how that's that's true. I guess they I don't know man oh man that's crazy that's cool hey that's a really cool one bro I yeah. like that that's insane well that's like a shrimp though the heart is located in its head bro I just read that one too yeah yeah mm. doesn't have like certain worms have three hearts yeah yeah why? I think worms do it's like why that's like a cow's got like two stomachs right cows got like two stomachs yeah what the hell camels hold water in their back there's probably aliens going man these guys got two kidneys <laughs> What do they need two kidneys they're for? Probably like, man, they're catching on to us right now. <laughs> I bet it's probably a UFO hovering over the building right now. That you know what's going on. They're Spotify and they're like, hmm. I hear what y'all talking about. Mind faction. Mind faction, huh? I need to beam these guys up. They're getting closer. Listen to this. Another cool fun fact: the world's longest concert lasted four hundred and fifty-three hours. You talk about rocking out. That Woodstock. Holy shit! Which I bet Josh Edwards. This? Shout out to Josh Edwards was <laughs> raving like hell during them four hundred fifty three hours. Yeah, I'm not going to expose him on his extracurriculars, but I know <laughs> he was going hard. Man, if y'all don't know it, Josh Edwards is a really cool guy, a veteran, yeah. and he was part of uh, and still is to in my book part of our forty paranormal. He is and maybe we can get Josh on here for an interview. He's a super cool dude. We can get him on the phone every. He's I think he's living in Kansas now. Yeah, but uh, so when he's available, we like to call him up. Yep. Shout out to our buddy Ed. Shout out to Ed, man. Josh Edwards. What's up, bro? I hope you're listening. Good dude right there. Hey, we do, man. We had man, we had a good time with Ed. We did, man. All the Ed's a good dude. Ed is a a good time. Man, awesome dude. Do you know goats have accents? Goats have accents? What the hell? So it's like a regional thing. It's like I can tell where this goat's from. I know that one's from New York. That that redneck over there. That one's from Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. That's weird. Goats have accents. That's I'd say what, cows probably do too. I wonder if parrots do. Oh, for sure. They have to. Pick them like Southern drawl or something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? 
Hey, that's cool. Speaking of parrots and birds, man, some of these birds, we're getting all kinds of damn fun facts. I've always been told I got a story. My grandma one time when she was a kid, mm-hmm. she told me this when I was younger. She said, I, I, I come home from school. I heard a knock at the door. She said, I go enter this door and I'm, I'm, I'm looking for an adult person. Or, and I looked down and she said there was a crow standing there. And it said, hello, and flew off. Crow. A crow. Whoa. They say if you cut a, a crow's tongue, once you can teach it to speak just like a parrot. If you cut its tongue out? Okay. You got to splat, splice their tongue, I think is what they were saying. Okay. Here's, the, here's my thing on that, okay? So who's out here capturing crows, <laughs> splice, splicing their tongues, and who's to, who told that crow to go not only knock on that door, <laughs> but to address a human as, like, look at them and go, hello. It, it, my grandma you, said when she was a kid, she was like 10 or 11, and it blowed her mind. Like, how all, would it not? Like, so, if it was somebody, you know, yeah. I mean? So, think about this. So, you know, crows will fly around, they'll, they'll perch on anything around you nearby. Yeah. They're hearing, okay, just proceed. So, imagine you're this crow. Right. Okay. You're hearing all these conversations amongst humans. Oh, yeah. You're picking them how up. How many times you just walk up to a person and go, hello? I mean, even back then, you don't. <laughs> I'm you telling go, you, man, it was crazy. <laughs> you go, this hey, was in Cincinnati, Ohio, for you anybody go, hey, that's listening. Hey, hey, bro, or hey, hey, man, or, you know, even back then, people were saying It that. had to be somebody's pet, I guess, that got loose. But at the same time, I, I never knew that you, which I was young when she told me this, but I never knew when you cut a crow's tongue that you could, you could teach it to speak. Yeah, I have a lot of questions on this, man. This I just, maybe we, to should, me. we should need to kind of research that, maybe. I mean, what? I'm I'm just taking it from what she, she told me, and I looked it up later in life. And they Do you said, think that's true? You know the movie The Crow, the one where Brandon Lee, Bursley's yeah. son, passed away? Yeah, he died in that one. You know. I heard you know the quote that's in that where it says uh, that crows were believed. Was it by Native Americans? Maybe a a group of natives believe that crows carried your soul over to the other side. Once you know, you yeah, and you know the Vikings, you know, they yeah. held crows real high. Yeah. They, they said they thought that that was what um their their god in yeah. battle. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it? The god's name? The Viking god. It wasn't was it, it wasn't Thor. I'm failing you right now, man. Yeah, that's your damn descendant. <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? That's, or of course I know. Bloodline. Of course I, mean, I know his name. I went into battle. <laughs> that's my great grandpa. Great, great grandpa. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty wild. But yeah, I, I do think that Native Americans, you know, they had a lot of symbolism with animals anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just think that's you know, it's I just wonder if that that's legit. I mean we know I, it I is know. with the Vikings, but yeah, yeah. You know, if that is the you know, what I was getting at was you know, what if that was a crow just just carrying on somebody sold other side. They just dropped in just to hey, say, you Hello. never know. You never you know, know. But I, I know you were going to answer the door. I remember my grandma said it blowed her mind, you know, and I, shit, it wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah. I'm 37 years old. A crow knocks on the door right now and says, what's up? I'm like, what's I, up, bro? Yeah, you know what if I never, if I ever knew this, the dog just, hey, and then just ran off, I'd be like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> this world's coming to some real crazy I'd be looking shit. at whatever I was drinking or eating and be like, dang, man. <laughs> That's too funny. What was in that? That's great, man. That really is. Well, what do you think, guys? Should we wrap it up? We keep we should talking. Wrap it up. I think we should wrap it up for tonight. Yeah, I think we did pretty good on it. This yeah, we tried to hit y'all with some facts. Extended episode in comparison to the first three. Yeah, we're about what 10, 15 minutes longer, but that's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, something to say, you know. So I'm going to cue the music tonight, man. We really appreciate you guys rocking with us tonight. Everybody here at Mind Faction, we appreciate all the love. We can't really say that enough you know yeah without you guys like listening to our stuff it just it just makes it fun when people come to i've got several text messages dude this week that was like bro i love the podcast so far and we yeah. really appreciate you guys just with had that. so many people message me and approach me it's know, awesome and man. just be like hey man you guys are doing great love the podcast definitely we you know we appreciate the feedback and all the love that we're receiving love we, it we just want you guys to can you send that our way let us know what kind of job we're doing what we need to yeah. improve on what you like what you don't like 
I mean, yeah, because at the end of the day, we're here to just get better at this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're, and um, we're, we're just here to entertain you guys yeah. uh, while we're in the process of just kind of getting some things off our chest. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. It's kind of fun just having... We've always had conversations like this before the podcast here at the tattoo shop. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun to sit down and really touch base with each other. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Gives us time to unwind our minds it from is. everyday like life. Like I said earlier, you know, it's kind of therapeutic, I think, for each yeah, you know, each of us here. Yeah. So. And, you know, here in the near future, we want to get some people maybe to call in. We got some really cool ideas, so stick with us, guys, for the near near future episodes. And uh, I was kind of in touch with Dolores Cannon, her uh, publishing company, Ozark Mountain Publishing. Mm-hmm. You know, they actually said, hey, I, I reached out to them and said, how hey, we would like to kind of do an interview with one of your authors. And they said, Hit them up on the email, so we might be able to have a call in with that. I wish awesome. Dolores was still alive for that. Oh yeah, man, that would blow my and mind. I would say she would been up for it. She would have. She was a very nice lady. It yeah. seemed like. And also, I'm gonna stick a plug in there. I bought another one of her books. It's called Jesus and the Essenes, and uh, I'm about sixty pages in right now. I haven't been reading much this week because I've been so yeah. busy with work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very interesting. As as I unfold through this book and, and read more of it, I'm really going to relay some of the things on with you guys. Yeah. Um, Keep us yeah. posted. Yeah. Hey, on a, so on the end note, I want to uh, give a give a shout out to a special young man. Yes, uh, sir. That we lost, man. Uh, this, yeah. this past week. Um, just just keep if you pray, pray for the family. That's right. Um, guys. This community has really came together for this young man, and uh, as we lay him to rest tomorrow, you just um, pray for us if you do, and uh, yep. be much appreciated. But special shout out to Dylan. Yep, it's and, a tragedy, uh, yep. and you know we appreciate everything that this community has done. And oh man, it's been it's been super with that done, bro. It takes a tragedy sometimes to bring a community together, but it shows the support inside of such a small hometown. Absolutely. Yes, you know, and and how how many people here have such good and kind hearts, you know. Right. Yeah. So we just here at Mind Faction, we want to give our condolences and uh give our love, you know, good Definitely. vibes, better vibes to them. I know this family and um yeah. They're good people. It's, it's such I, a tough I, thing. I mean man, it broke my heart when I heard about it. Absolutely. Yeah, and like, sure. you know, like uh, Losi said, you know, it's sad that it, you know, it takes that sometimes to bring communities together, but we're blessed to live in a place where it does, and we come together when we do. when it's, when we it's needed. To. You know, and I'm, I'm going to say, uh, uh, not down in McCreary County earlier, we wasn't doing that at all. You know, we have very, very heart-filled people here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're down to earth here, it seems like. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying nowhere else is, but, you know, I'm from Cincinnati originally, and, and it's a, it's such a, so, like a social difference right. as far as the way things are ran We're much or, more tight knit and that makes a are. huge difference um yeah we are man i really appreciate about this area i do and i still love my family in ohio don't get it twisted guys i love y'all yeah. i see y'all listening <laughs> yeah, on sometimes the, uh, the tight knit is a blessing and a curse but in this situation where we come together in times of need a, like that right. to That's have each other's back and to bring that comfort uh you know it's a blessing so man, I tell very you. thankful for that very thankful um very thankful for the community coming together for this, you know, for these individuals. This young man, uh, yeah, this, this man. young, this boy, you know, man, I, I shots out hey, to everybody. That, he's in a better place than we are. Right, that's the way we yeah. got to look at it and know that in our hearts. Yeah. And uh, you know, just if like Justin said, you know, if you if you pray, pray, pray for this you know, family, pray for pray for this family, and you know, to give them, them peace up. and yep. give them comfort in this time. It's hard. It's a hard situation. I can so imagine it. We dedicate uh, dedicate episode number four, to Dylan, to Dylan, and my to, dad, and to Garrett's dad, and Jesse Garrett's Sims, dad. the yes, best sir. man I ever met, and one of the greatest men I ever had. The he, he was my hero, man. bro. Yeah. He 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 was so supportive and stuff. What we wanted to do, you notice yeah, that he was man. Like you know, my dad. You know, 
even if he wasn't interested in a certain topic, if if we would have brought it to him, he would have been the most interested dude ever because he loves seeing our interest and our, you know, our just excitement about something. Right. Oh, he loved the run, dude. He did. Oh, he loved the run. And you bro. know, it's so that proud type of, of personality that. that pressures you forward. It's that type of personality that spurs yes. you on to do better, to do Man, bigger things. I to, miss that, bro. Yeah. About him. Because it was motivating. He motivated me so much and he don't even yeah. realize the effect he had on and me. And you didn't realize how the effect you had on him. Right? Yeah. yeah. He was you know proud I mean? of me. I could tell. Because you represented him and he knew that and he was like, wow, you know. That's my son. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, I'm going to keep his legacy alive. We absolutely. all will. As we dedicate yeah. this episode and Honestly, as we dedicate this podcast to him, because I know, I know yeah, he would. Man. Oh, he loved yeah, it. He loved sure. it. You know, he would have been proud of us, bro. Yeah. He would have. So, so, Dylan, you know, I, I, I don't know about it. It devastated me. Then you know, This year's been crazy. Lost a lot of friends this year. Mm-hmm. Lost a, a lot, lot of good people. people's le- you know, left this earth. and Yeah, over the past year and a half. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, yep. So, we're going to dedicate this to them. Yes. For yes, sure. we are. Yes. yes. You know? So, everybody here at Mind Faction, you know. Our condolences yeah, to everybody. Condolences. Yeah, and we just want to give out good vibes and inspire and motivate and continue Definitely. to uh, entertain you guys. That's what we're all about. So We're about. Yeah. That's it. Yep, That's yep. it, guys. So, hey, right. tune in next week. We're going to hit y'all with a episode really good episode. Number five. five. We'll see you guys in. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. What you're going to hear about today is nothing short. Oh, you haven't given the scientific knowledge.